Educator Escape is brought to you by TFT Supplies. Does your principal know that TFT Supplies has 55 cent earbuds? Hello and welcome to the Educator Escape podcast. My name is Seth Tripp and today is Friday, June 8th. 2018. We are on episode 9 so far of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and iTunes, and now available on CastBox as well. For those of you who are CastBox listeners who have gone to other platforms to listen, uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to get into the episode really quick. Before I do, if you haven't listened to episode 8 of the podcast, which is part 1 of the Bounce Back episode section, please go and do so. It's really going to help set up what's going on here in episode 9 or part 2 of Bounce Back. Bounce Back is my conversation with Joel Crado and Kevin Haar about some of the difficulties that we've had interviewing for teaching jobs, getting teaching jobs, some of the lines that we have been fed after not getting jobs, and some of the emotions that we've had to go through after we have been rejected or after we've gotten the job. So I want you to go back and listen to part one before you get into part two of this episode. So go ahead and check that out. Now, in this episode, if we go back and catch the end of the last episode... Joel is about to tell us about something that has been happening in his life in the past six months that's a pretty great story and something that I think you should check out. He is, again, just starting out in education, just graduated with his teaching degree, and I think that this story about what's gone on with him during his student teaching and finding that first job will really resonate with some people out there. So let's just get into it. Here's the rest of my conversation with Joel Crado and Kevin Haar. So last May, we were coaching together at Winfield. Even in the middle of the season, I felt like I had aspirations for my life and being at Winfield was not. I loved Winfield. I'm from Winfield, but it's not going to help me in terms of my aspirations. Like, It's kind of like you're stuck. You're stuck in average or good. And in order to be great, you kind of got to leave something to move like too great. You can't, you can't be great there if you want to be great in your life. Um, and so I made the decision to leave. It was really tough for me, but I thought if I wanted to really – do certain things in my life I couldn't stay there and be able to do those things be careful what you ask for and so uh, I actually applied to be head baseball or head coaches or not head coaches I'm sorry assistants at other places and I got a job at Holt High School that interview I was one for one at that point in my life I guess technically I'm one for six I got the job and so this spring or this uh, winter this semester I'm sorry this spring semester I had a student teach at Holt I was there for 12 weeks and it was a very eventful 12 weeks. It is not the same as the places that I'm used to being at. It, no, I, from my perspective, it's completely different. Like, there's certain, I couldn't, like, it was, it was totally mind-blowing to me that certain. So Winfield uh, being a real small rural school and then Holt being big, uh, much the, bigger. Yeah, so, so it, given uh, everybody that doesn't know a number. 
a number of kids, about 1,600. Okay. Winfield's about 450. 450. So, I mean, it was just totally different. And so, I, of course, I'm still student teaching. So, I got a – there's a person from the college that comes to observe me every so often. It was like five times. Well, the first time she came, the second time she showed up, and I forgot she was coming. So, I didn't have any of the paperwork done or anything. She showed up. Oh, shoot. Big problem. So, basically what happened was I got – in huge trouble. I almost got kicked out of the education program. I had to go up that, let's see, like a week later, that Monday, so about three days later, having on a Thursday, Monday, three or four days later, had to show up on a Monday evening to like the dean of education place. And they basically sat me down and was like, we don't think that you're going to be able to do this. We don't think you're ready to finish student teaching. And I had to convince them otherwise. So basically, I almost got kicked out of the education program Two, like six weeks into the student teaching aspect. So I was like, oh, shoot, this really sucks big time. This is tough. I mean, and I remember driving on the way home after that day where I forgot. And I mean, my, my host teacher let me know, you can't do that. And I remember driving home, and I, I was teary-eyed. Like, this is, the, like, you talk about rock bottom. Absolute rock bottom. That was it. And so I remember calling, uh, I think I called Coach Kime. Shout out to Coach Kime. I called Coach Kime and I told him about it. And I just remember Terry, I'm like, I don't, I, this sucks. And you know what? And you need those people in your life that you can call, that they just like, they know the right things to say to you and they know how to keep you accountable. So um, th- very thankful for Coach Kime. And so I showed up the next day and, and you, it's funny, I'm going to use this term bounce back and then you're going to realize how crazy this is. So bounce back. So I had to bounce back. And so I get through that time. And I, I'm not going to lie, the 12 weeks at Holt were a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be in terms of teaching. And I'm only doing, like, weightlifting, speed and agility, and PE. It was a little tougher than I thought it would be. Um, and so then I moved to a different school. I moved to South Middle for my last four weeks of student teaching. I'm not going to lie, the, the teacher I had and myself, we weren't necessarily on the same page. I felt like there was a little awkwardness between it, so it kind of made that comfortable for me to be there, especially since I was only there for four weeks. And so about... Three weeks into it, I'm kind of struggling with it. I'm kind of not wanting to finish student teaching, but I am. I'm doing all this for the Missouri. You have to do the MoPTA, which is yeah. awful. It, yes. it really it really sucks. Thankfully, I ended up did passing that. But about, let's see, there was a Tuesday. I'm coaching baseball at Holt at this time, and I, I'm absolutely loving it. You're texting me. You're texting us, like, at least two or three times a week to tell us yeah. about stuff that's going on. Yeah, and and, and that's and I just I, I love coaching. I love coaching, and so um, early in the season with the kids, I was coaching freshmen. Um, that I will never forget. It was like it was yesterday. It was rainy outside. And we had we do that club where we uh, went to a classroom, and I talked to the kids, and I I had a, a story I felt like I needed to share with them, but we didn't have enough time, so we went upstairs. But it turned out the team that we were supposed to switch with, the JV team, needed an extra fifteen minutes, and I said. God works, God works in crazy ways. I guess I'm meant to tell this story. So I, I tell this story about a girl from Winfield. You guys will probably know who I'm talking about. Um, she's at the state championship for track. Or she's, she's, going, she's at the sectional meeting to track. If she gets the top four in her, her race, she does hurdles. If she gets it, she moves on to state. And um, she does the 100 meters or something. And she passes it. She makes it. She's going to state. And they realized that after the race that they didn't have enough hurdles up. So they had to rerun the race. She had just qualified for state. Now they're saying, oh, hold on. Now you, now you got to do this race again and prove it again. So this time, she does it a second time. She hits a hurdle. She falls down for the first time in her track running career. Falls down, doesn't make it to state, scrapes up her knee. 
And I share this with my kids and say, imagine you're, you want to date. And all of a sudden someone says, oh, sorry, uh, we made a mistake, got to redo it. And then all of a sudden you lose. How would you respond? And so I say, you got to bounce back. You got to. And I said, this, this is how champions respond. And so then I share the next story of the same girl at the same track meet an hour later has a 300-meter hurdle race. And then she not only qualifies for state, but she gets like fourth in it. She wasn't even supposed to finish in the top four. And I said, that's called bouncing back. You fall down, you get back up. You don't have time to sit and cry. And so I said, bounce back. Big Sean said it best when he made the song. Every Last night I took an L, but tonight I'll bounce back. So I tell that story with my kids. And here's the craziest thing. God God works in crazy ways. The next day I get a phone or a text message for an interview at softball position. I call the guy up and I say, hey, I'm interested in interviewing. When can I come down to interview? And he says, how does Thursday sound for you? I said, sorry, Thursday can't work for me. I have a game. I can't miss the game because I owe it to my kids to be there. So I can't make it on Thursday. And he goes, all right, well, I'll talk to our interviewing committee and I'll get back to you. Don't hear Tuesday night. Don't hear Wednesday night. I text him Thursday morning. I said, I'm still interested in interviewing. Have you figured out a day? And he goes, ah, we're just not going to have you come down no more. I said, awesome. I just lost an interview because I, I stuck by my kids. And and I, that was miserable. That was one of the – I had still not gotten – that was like my – second interview or something that I possibly could have had I mean you're, you're low you don't know how many interviews you're going to get and it just got taken from you because you're, you thought you're doing the right thing for your kids and so I'll never forget I felt I was really hurt and I was really betrayed so I put God works in crazy ways I put something on Facebook and I write about when God shuts a door it's hard to say okay and wait for the next one and I had a kid who I've never talked to before write comment on my Facebook status and say you don't know how much I need to hear those words I've been going through it and I need to hear words like that and so right then and there, I thought, bam, like that's why I've been going through this because I needed to feel those emotions to say those words so that I could help that kid out. It's because I wouldn't say it if I hadn't gone through trouble. If I'd gotten the job, I wouldn't be feeling those thoughts and that kid wouldn't be helped. So I thought, wow, incredible. God works in mysterious ways. The next day, I promise you not, the next day I get called for an interview. The town that's calling me is head baseball, head softball, PE. It is 30 minutes from the town who just denied me, basically, just took their interview with me. And I thought, this is all part of God's plan. I have the best. This is the same place where they took me to the baseball field. Best interview I've ever had. Phenomenal. The principal shakes my hand and says, because of meeting people like you, gives me hope for education to be better one day. And I'm thinking, bam. I never get called back by this place. Never get called back. Be careful what you ask for. Don't tell your kids, got to bounce back unless you're ready to bounce back. Gosh. So then God works in crazy ways, man. So now I'm at South Middle by this time. It's the last four weeks of the semester. I come home on a Tuesday night. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I can see my father sitting there at the counter and I can see that there is some kind of distraught in his eyes. And I'm thinking either I'm in trouble or there's something seriously wrong. So I walk to my room, I come back, I say, hey dad, what's wrong? And he looks at me and he says, I made a huge mistake. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, no. Uh, Mom and dad uh, didn't necessarily... uh, Got, got into a fight, basically. Mom packed her bag. She left. Be careful what you ask for. Don't bounce back. unless Don't tell your kids to do something unless you're willing to do the exact same thing. And so now I'm not, now I'm student teaching. I'm not happy. I'm now no longer even living at my house that I grew up in for the first 22 years of my life. There's just a whole bunch of drama going on. I can't even stay focused in my student teaching. I'm not even, I'm not even there. Um, but I, I, I tell my kids this. And I say, this is what happens gotta bounce back and so if i could tell you how amazing it's been for my kids that that spring i could we had like four comeback wins 
our last two games, we're in the league championship game. We're in the league tournament or whatever. We're down 5-2 five, five, or something. We come back to win in, like, the last inning. Unbelievable. We tie it in the last inning. We go into extra innings. We win it. All, our kids, all my kids look at me and say, got to bounce back. I'm saying, you're done right. You got to. And so then we're playing in the championship game of our league or whatever. We're down 2 nothing. I love bring my kids to the side and I say, got to bounce back. And they say, yep. So we score four. We're up 4-2. Here's where it gets crazy. We blow the lead, or we let up the lead in the top half of the seventh. It's not 4-4. I pulled a kid on four pitches, put in another kid. That kid blew the lead. That kid's hurt. And I looked at him. I said, I, I made a mistake. I, I pulled you, and I shouldn't have let pulled you. How are you going to respond? The kid ends up scoring the winning run for us. And all our kids looked at me and said, got to bounce back. So, and here's what here's how it's crazy. I'm not even done with my story. So, it's amazing how, how here's what you don't realize, though. Is that that girl that fell down during the track meet? All this happened. My kids being uh, motivated. Um, the story I told. Now my kids are sharing it with their summer teams. All that happened because one girl fell down during the race and responded the right way. It's amazing how when things are unfair in life, how it, how it turns out to be, it can be such a huge blessing. And how we respond to it is all that matters. And so even then, I'm not even done. So then... Uh, it's been it's been absolutely crazy, and this this is what's cool. Can I can I stop you for a second, for a second? So I want to get to one emotion real quick. One emotion, real quick, real quick. which is this one interview that you go to, and they show you the field, and the principal tells you something that I have wanted to hear from an administrator uh, my whole teaching career, and then you don't hear anything back from them. And and Har, you said that you've had similar experiences as well so i kind of want both of you to share like what is that feeling can you put it like into words that feeling you'll be betrayed you'll be betrayed and then it's how, how are you going to respond you're going to sit there and dwell on it you're going to sit there and not apply to other jobs right. because you feel you feel hurt and you're thinking this is so dumb this is a waste of my time da, 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 da. And, and because this all happened while i was telling my kids this this it was like a all this was going on telling them that story and bounce back like i, I didn't even think twice about it just to bounce back Bounce, but gotta bounce back, and it's crazy how that 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 happens. God works in crazy ways, crazy crazy ways. What do you bet? Yeah, I mean, I think the the rejection and because uh, I mean, if you're interviewing, you have to put yourself out there. You have to be honest and open about who you are. So you're in a vulnerable position in an interview, and uh, you know the people are sitting there judging you. And they have to determine if your answers are valid and if they like your personality. And they're probably making snap judgments about you based off of, you know, uh, minor cues and stuff that you're giving off. And so it's, it's you're in a vulnerable spot. And then to hear that you did well and then to, you know, not receive a call back or to get denied for, for somebody else can is definitely, you know, a crushing kind of kind of thing. But, you know, yeah, I agree with Joel. It's about you got to bounce back. Um uh, you know, it's it's difficult to do, but uh, it there's no other option. For sure. What are your prospects right now, Joel? My prospects. Yeah. To be, and I, I'm going to finish my story because you'll ahead, see you'll see ahead. how the, ahead, you'll ahead. see how it ends with the prospects. Okay. So, okay. I mean, and all this is going on, right? And it's it's affecting my relationship with my fiance because I'm extremely stressed. There's so much drama going on. I can't and, I can't even put it into feeling, especially when like your parents all of a sudden just. So, like it, it hurts, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to put my parents on blast or anything, but I mean, what you do if, can affect so many people, 
and you may not even know because that girl responded and attracted me it inspired 18 kids she'll never know and you're and you're fiance had just gone through yes yeah, she's gone through yeah she had gone through some crazy things too and this is what's crazy and this is why i love her so much she is the hardest working person i've ever met she has to pass so in order to in order to get to student teaching you have to pass these tests about your subject matter and so and she's going to be a history major and she had to pass six this is good this is going to blow your guys' mind so you have to pass six and she's she's struggling with a few of them and there's one she had to take a handful of times the other one she had to take a handful of times and you're talking about you're showing up, you're paying to take these tests, and you're failing, and you're failing, and you're failing. And, and at some point, there's got to be like, like you just got to be, the, the frustration's got to be boiling over the edge. And the, the way I see it is, now she's going to be, because she passed them all, she did pass them all eventually. Shout out to you. That's incredible. But because she failed those tests so many times, you know how much better she's going to empathize and connect with students who are feeling such frustration because they can't get over that. She's going to say, I have had that same feeling too. I know, I know exactly what you're going through. When I was going through student teaching or when I was going through college, I had this test I couldn't pass and I had to take it five times. I know exactly what you're going through. And I think as educators, even though I'm not one, I think so often you're we forget. No, you're an educator, Joel. I, I mean, let's, let, me, let, me just, let me just give it to you straight. Like, like I've seen you make way more connections with, with, with students on the baseball field or student teaching in a classroom or, or subbing. I mean, Joel, Joel took over, like, when my kid went to the hospital for, you know, for two weeks, Joel stepped in and, and finished my, my class, not ever teaching history for an extended period It was of time. nuts. Teaching was government, nuts. So, so when it comes to people that I believe in, Joel is definitely one of them, which is why I wanted to, to bring him on. Like, somebody who, even as engaging as, and as qualified as you, finds it difficult to get yourself get yourself out there but but yet you you bounce back got you, you have to because i mean when i think about it and this is what this is god works in crazy ways when i think about like when i was i had an interview my fifth one and i was that was pretty low for me because i thought i thought i had it and i didn't get it and i thought the town was beautiful the baseball field was brand new it was absolutely gorgeous and i didn't get it and i thought like like i felt i felt like giving up and then I think back to all those kids I've worked with who works in crazy ways. Three days later, I'm stu I'm subbing at Winfield for the first time all semester. And I walk in the door and kids just flocked to me. They were like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. And then like, and I was going through it. I was very demoralized. I was bottom width. And then having kids come up to you and knowing that you make a difference. And so that like you get over it just like that because you're thinking, if I don't get over it, what message am I sending all those kids? What message am I sending them? That when things don't go your way, you just, ah, you know what, you know what, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth it. Don't worry about it. You know, and I've been preaching to these kids, follow your dreams, follow your dreams, do it. Stop, stop doing what mom and dad do simply because that's all you know. Go chase something that you love. And so I think about it and I think, what message am I sending them? How, what about the kids at Holt? What about those freshmen who I tell bounce back? What, what am I supposed to say to them? How am I supposed to look at them in the eyes? How about my... My fiance, who's had to take the test over and over and over again, what what she does, she can do that, and I can't I can't be resilient and get get another interview or do something else or what about my dad? What about my my father who um, has to work endless hours and hours and hours doing manual labor as a mechanic? And I'm supposed to say, ah, oh, you know what, my interview didn't go my way. You know what, you're working 75 hours of manual labor a week. You know what, I I, I think this is too much. And I think about those things and I think, are you serious? Like. And again, going back to that girl at the track meet, I mean, who knows who's looking at me right now? 
in how I respond. Who knows? I could be I could be inspiring someone right now. You might, and I think one of the things that I think that you hit on there is that I think it builds a tremendous amount of empathy with our students because I, I mean the stories that I hear coming to school. I had student. I was in a uh, doing a program that was catered towards students who were let's just say they were in rough situations and and Kevin you sort of had a lot of the same things as well and being able to not being able to empathize was like the hardest part about that but I want to go real quick before um, I let you guys go as I know Kevin you guys but Kevin you switch from teaching social studies we taught social studies together at Winfield and we coached baseball together and you make the transition to SSD to special ed and can you tell me a little bit about like why you had to felt like you needed to make that decision I know you were kind of trying to decide what you were going to do and stuff can you tell me about what got you to, to there and some of the process well it came down to you know, do I want to teach something that uh, I enjoy, or do I want to be in a position where I am uh, affecting kids the most in a positive way? And when it came down to to that, like like Joel has been saying, like our job as an educator goes way beyond whatever the content knowledge of the material that we're teaching is supposed to be. And I felt that I could make a bigger impact going into special education, which people had suggested to me throughout my teaching career, rather than, you know, staying in, in my current social studies position. So I made the switch. It was like learning a totally new job. There's a lot of different uh, paperwork and legal legal uh, stuff to go through and all of that, so it was a, a big transition. And I felt like I was going into teaching for the first time in a lot of ways, too, going through the interviews, having to kind of relive that sort of stuff uh, over and over again. I, th I think I'm in, I'm in the right place now. You do have to kind of find your niche, like your like your your home in teaching. Yeah. Sometimes I think we have to leave a good situation to eventually find a like Joel was saying, like a you know, the situation that we want. I, w I worked at a school in in Indiana. I have no problem shouting them out. Tri Central Junior Senior High School, little school up in northern Indiana near Kokomo. Like that's where my heart is. I've got kids that graduated. Like my first graduating class of kids graduated this year when I taught seventh grade. So, and that's and I loved that place, but I needed to, I needed to move on. And I think, um, I think that's, and eventually I found what I needed to do. I want to keep talking. I do, but I'm already to the point where I'm going to split it into a two-parter. Thank you guys for. Uh, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having us. No problem. Thank you, Kevin and Joel, for joining me on the podcast. I hope that everybody that listened was able to find some encouragement in the words bounce back. We have to bounce back in the face of adversity, in the face of finding a new job, and we can use that adversity to help empathize with our kids and some of the things that they go through on a day-to-day -day basis. 
If you enjoyed this episode, go check out our other episodes. We have eight more. If you haven't seen those before, go check that out. Especially go and check out episode five. Episode five, it's Kristen Gallagher, One Room Schoolhouse Teacher Extraordinaire, part one. So on Monday, Kristen Gallagher and I will be having a conversation about some misconceptions that we have of One Room Schoolhouses, and she's going to help correct them for us. So I really look forward to that. So if you haven't gone and listened to episode five, part one, Kristen Gallagher, One Room Schoolhouse Teacher Extraordinaire, Please go and do so. I think you'd really enjoy it, and you're going to enjoy part two more on Monday when you listen in. I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great weekend, and see you on Monday. Educator out.